Welcome to Talking Mopars episode number 119. This is part two of the four-part replay of the live stream that we had on Friday night, the open house. So without further ado, if you are a Mopar enthusiast, then you are in the right place. Don't go anywhere. You're tuned into the best Mopar enthusiast-driven podcast on planet Earth, and I am your host, Chris Albrecht, better known as the Mopar Hunter, and this is Talking Mopars Live. You're listening to Talking Mopars with the Mopar Hunter, your direct connection to all things Mopar. Before we get into the juicy meat of this episode, I have to ask you guys a question. Is your Mopar protected? Whether it's sitting outside in the elements or inside the safe confines of your man cave, it's important to keep your Mopar protected. That's why I'm excited to announce that I'm now affiliated with a company offering an amazing solution for vehicle protection. They have everything from basic indoor shields all the way to the top of the line platinum shields, offering the very best protection to keep your vehicle safe both indoors and outdoors from elements like dust, water, snow, and even UV rays. Their products are guaranteed to fit and are backed by a great warranty. To find out more about my new affiliate, please visit TalkingMopars.com, click on the Affiliates tab, and follow the link to their website. If you need protection for your Mopar, don't worry, we got you covered. We've got a couple of my buddies in the green room right now. Let's bring them in. One is Dylan and the other is Logan. What's up, gentlemen? What's, What's going on? Welcome to the show. I've what, got like uh, three things going on here, so hold on. Give, give me a minute. <laughs> I'm just watching Meekum auction reruns right now. So, <laughs> Hey, I've been hearing a lot about uh, some of the prices for these cars. Is it really that crazy? I haven't been watching it today. 65 grand for a Duster. What? <laughs> wow. What? what kind of Duster are we talking here? Are we talking numbers matching? Numbers what? matching. I mean, it's... <laughs> not a wow. speck of anything wrong with it wow that's uh that's a lot of money for an a body holy yeah. shit that's got to make an a body owner go hey <laughs> might be in some money here right <laughs> yeah I, I saw a uh i think it was a um a macho power wagon clone that i i heard went for like 50 something grand i was like <laughs> that blew me away i was like oh my god crazy yeah i know there's a uh I don't know if it happened during the week or whatever. It was a uh, a super stock dart that was never raced. Anything that was going to be up for auction. I don't know how much it went for, if it even went yet. Wow. Um, that's one of my dream cars. I would love to get my hands on one of those. But that's a, <laughs> uh original super stock dart <laughs> or any of those super stock A-bodies, the Barracuda 2, uh, six figures easily. Oh, easy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I remember for a long time it was touted as like the most badass muscle car ever made, but I always thought it was a little bit skewed because it technically wasn't street legal. So I was like, yeah, that's kind of a, but, um, right. definitely a cool car for sure. Um, so what, so what do you got going on right now? Is the duster, uh, down for the winter? Down for the winter. Um, I made a contract deal with my boss cause I don't have a garage. He has a giant shop. <laughs> so for, I think it's like 55 bucks a month and whatnot. I'm storing it there, heated, climate controlled. I mean, everything. He's like, problem is you can't work on it. And I was like, dude, you're going to kill me here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like an asshole because um, I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a couple more cruises in with the Mr. Norm truck, you know, before winter hits. And then I got hit with a snowstorm. So now I'm... I, I erased to get covers for it, and uh, thankfully the snow's gone now, so I can get it into the garage. But um, that was a that was a bad move on my part. Winter came really quick, and we got deep in it really fast. So I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like here. I mean, it was pretty stagnant for a while. We weren't getting any snow, and all of a sudden we just got just crap load of snow and cold weather and now it's i think today was like mid 30s so it felt like a nice spring day for us (laughs) what uh what do you think about this no name nationals event it's interesting right 
it's i mean it almost reminds me it kind of i wouldn't say it's similar but almost like the gambler 500 yeah for drag racing <laughs> for drag racing yeah yeah so, i mean it's yeah. i mean i i mean if i had i mean the resources and whatnot i i participate in it but <laughs> save a few pennies and fly down <laughs> <laughs> i got a, a family trip to go to uh oh. texas in march so i got to do that okay. and then i'm trying to save up the rest of my vacation time to go to like sema and pri yeah sure there's just so many that's one thing i'm having a real problem with is uh deciding which events that uh, are a priority for me and which ones i'm gonna try to make but probably won't like the first event of the year for me is gonna be muscle cars at the strip in march so that's gonna be uh, a good one that's the 20th anniversary um johnny mopar is gonna be joining me there and i'm sure a bunch of our friends are gonna be there but i got uh i finally i i just decided to get um the plane tickets and the hotel and i got myself a, a i got a cooler rental car this time last time i was down in vegas for SEMA, i got the v6 300c i wasn't gonna cut it i was like ah, i should have got something cooler and uh i use i i don't i'm not sponsored by them but if you guys are looking for a rental car try turo that's t-u-r-o so that's what i use and you can get you know challengers chargers exotic sports cars if you want um i opted for a charger scat pack wide body for like 80 bucks a day <laughs> i was like i was like damn that that's cheap so now can you go out of the state with those or do you have to stay in state uh, i don't know about i think you can go out of state because you ha you have a certain amount of mileage um you can pay for unlimited mileage some people include that in the standard rental fee um but i've never seen anything about not taking it out of state so okay. that i have seen things like no burnouts <laughs> things like that but uh <laughs> um so if, if you do rent a car from turo and you get a little crazy with it just make sure you uh, wipe the rubber off <laughs> um but i know that some guys uh put gps's in their rentals and they can see uh if you've accelerated really fast how fast you've been going every time you stab the throttle like it's super detailed um data that you can get from these uh gps units so holy cow yeah uh, can't get too crazy um unfortunately but, yeah yeah uh dylan what's up buddy you ready to join us or what i think so what you got <laughs> what, what you got going on man first time first time guest oh yeah terrible wi-fi that's something i dealt with that for a long time dude <laughs> uh, we're out in the middle of nowhere and of course we got we're just getting hammered with snow right now and oh gosh i don't i don't know if you can hear a cat in the background i just saved a cat <laughs> about three hours ago that was nice of you <laughs> i call it my hellcat <laughs> <laughs> that's funny now it's 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 going good i think so i decided not to work today and i'm glad i didn't because there's wrecks everywhere oh yeah i'm sure um i live up in the seattle area and every time it snows people like forget how to drive in it so <laughs> there's wrecks all typical oh, typical yeah uh you have a really cool car and you haven't had a chance to tell your story yet so if if you want i'd love to hear uh i'd love to hear about it yeah i uh i've got a uh it's a 1970 Dodge Challenger RT. Um, it's uh, it is a matching numbers car. Uh, the whole story on it. It's kind of a lengthy little story. Um, my dad he uh, he bought it in 1980 for uh, 1,500 bucks from a guy. It, it was sitting out wow. on a farm. Uh, this guy, this farmer, is about 20 miles from. I'm originally from Southwest Iowa. I live in Southeast Iowa now. And uh, anyways, he, at the time my dad worked at Pizza Hut in high school and he was working the day he wanted to go buy the car. So he sent his brother, my uncle, and my uncle at the time had a 70 Cuda with a 383. Okay. It wasn't a magnet. It was just a bare stock 383. Um, and so he sent my uncle to go buy this car uh, and bring it back to town while he was working and paid the 1500 bucks or whatever. And my uncle showed up to pizza hut when my dad was working, he was just pissed, just pissed. <laughs> and dad couldn't figure out why. And he was like, this thing is ridiculous. He was like, my, my Cuda doesn't even stand a chance. 
And uh, so anyways, dad had it through high school. And um, of course, like any kid back then in 1980, 81, 82, he was drag racing it all the time. And whether he didn't tell me any stories of him losing or not, all of his friends that um, that are alive today um, tell me they've never seen that car lose a race. And I was like, <laughs> you know, whatever, you know, and, and, um, but anyways, uh, long story short, uh, in 82, when he graduated high school, the motor was starting to get a little weak. And, um, after he graduated high school, he decided to pull the motor out and have it rebuilt. And, uh, the guy that he had rebuild it back home in Southwest Iowa, he's still my engine builder to this day. Um, his boy built my, my race car motor that I had and his dad, they still own just a father son engine shop back home in Atlantic. And believe it or not, I actually printed out just before you went live, the build sheet from 1983, the receipts. Oh, cool. <laughs> and, um, I still got him as well as I still have all the original paperwork to the car, the factory paperwork and everything. But, um, wow. Dad, uh, he never got around to putting it back together after it was rebuilt. And so he, uh, it just sat in the garage or the shop or whatever. And, um, in 90, uh, whatever year my parents got married, uh, before I was born, um, Everything was just sitting in the garage or whatever, and come too fast. I don't, I don't remember what he'd probably remember better than I would. Um, whatever year the Mopars started to go up in value, really, really fast. <laughs> and Dad always said, by this time I was born, Dad always said, my dream is one day you and I are going to rebuild this car. He's like, and that way I can, I can hand it down to you when you're older, and you know, because I never heard it, I knew about it. Um, I accidentally ran into it with my bicycle one time and got my, oh, no. <laughs> got, got my tail whipped pretty good for that one. But, uh, anyways, uh, I got to high school and, you know, it just always sat in the garage. We always just had it there and, and all my friends would come over and I was like, look at this car that one day I'm going to get. And I know nothing. <laughs> I, I knew, I knew a little bit of stuff cause always being with dad and always talking about Mopar stuff all the time, but I didn't actually know like my, that, my mindset at that time was just like, Oh yeah, I got this sweet car, you know, whatever. I don't know how to do anything or work <laughs> on anything. Sure. Um, but my mom and dad ended up getting divorced and, uh, my dad never, he didn't care about anything. He just wanted me in the divorce or whatever. I was 14 at the time. And so my mom tried to take the car. Oh, no. To, just to, to piss him off. And during the this whole court process deal, the judge, would, you know, he, he asked, like, he mentioned to dad that she's trying to go after the car. And in the middle of the court, dad is just like, Oh, she can't have it. He's like, the car's not mine. <laughs> and everybody was just kind of scratching their head. They're like, what do you mean? The car's not yours. It's that car, even to this day, is in my grandmother's name. And my grandmother's still alive. She's 81 years old. And <laughs> so it belligerently just ruined my mom's whole plan. Oh, and man. so the car basically, you know, because she would have got a hold of that we're you know toast oh, man. and so that kind of added to the story a little bit well anyways fast forward to 2000 and um 2014 uh, my dad passed away to cancer and uh at that you know at that time i had a little bit of his you know life insurance money and whatnot but i I, or I went back go-kart race and I raced go-karts for a while and then cool did that got away from home got away from everything and sold that sold my race car and I was like I need to do something with this car like god forbid I ain't gonna sell it but yeah yeah I need to do something with it and uh, a family friend of my dad's my, my dad's to this day he's got 
some of the best friends in the world that look over me still. And, and, um, one of, one of, uh, my dad's buddies, I, I call him pop now. Um, a, a lot of the videos and pictures I share in that shop, his own mechanic shop back home or his, uh, machine shed where I keep everything still. And, um, he said, you helped me put together a truck I've got in one of the bays. And he was like, we'll move that truck out. We'll bring your car down and you can nice. start, we can start going to town on it. And I really didn't whole, have a whole lot of money. Um, I, I literally was the point I was selling like my furniture in the house and oh man, I literally, I sold the TV <laughs> and um, so anyways, I, we got the car down there and got the engine down there and transmission down there. Cause everything, everything was separate, but it had been rebuilt. Obviously it just never got put back together. And we got it down there. And the first thing I did is, you know, there's, it sat for 30 plus years and excuse me. I, uh, dad had it like the heads, he didn't have valve covers on it, but he had like, it was wrapped in duct tape and like plastic bags, like grocery bags. <laughs> and so there was like chunks of like plastic bags and, and, uh, you know, duct tape chips. Anyways, I had my engine builder, Bryce, uh, come down to the shop i was like can you help me take these heads off I'm, you know so you can kind of show me what i need to do and i've got the pictures i'll have to send them to you i pulled the heads off and after 35 years of sitting they were like glass i mean you could eat off of them spotless wow. <laughs> and i was like he was like that's about the best thing you can see right now sure and it still had all the pre-assembly <laughs> lube on it after i pulled the valley pan or the valley tray and he was like I'll take the heads up to the shop, clean them up, go through them, make sure they're good. And he was like, you can throw this thing right back together and get it ready to throw in the car. I was like, whew, sweating bullets there. And <laughs> so I, I had my, I had my older half brother. He works at a parts store. Um, I had him order me, order me a set of headers, just cheap long tube headman headers that I think this will be the fourth time I've had to weld the weld holes up in them. Cause they just oh, keep no. blowing <laughs> holes through. <laughs> and, um, but dad's best friend uh surprised me when it was down at the shop i'd, I'd slaving on this thing trying to get the motor put in um one of the guys locally he's he's had his car featured in a couple mopar magazines his name's brad reapy um he's got that all black roadrunner with the pro stock hemi in it um and it's got like saw blade wheels and everything on it Hmm. anyways he he was the only person i could get a hold of that had motor mounts for my car i couldn't you know nobody around us really had mopars other than my dad's best friend and and this guy and so um i kind of felt ripped off a little bit but i spent a good chunk just on motor mounts and got that in got the transmission in and dad's best friend showed up one day with a brand new set of Krager SSs and BFGs. And he was like, this car is not leaving the shop unless it looks like you're the way your dad left it. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know? And anyways, he, he had a, uh, he had his car show coming up and I was trying to get it done for his car show. Cause he didn't think it was going to be ready in time. There, there was just too many little things that needed done. And, and, uh, I couldn't figure out the kick down situation you know, because even now today, I'm still learning a lot of stuff. I've always been a Mopar sure. fanatic, but I, I, you know, I wasn't there to work on it with my dad. And my dad knew everything about that car. And, sure. And so I was just kind of fly by wire with uh, who I call Pop and whatnot at the shop and everything. We're just, when I put everything together, I was going by that 1970s Hayes manual or Shilton manual, whatever it was. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't use, I didn't use. You know, I looked at the internet for some stuff, but I all torque specs and everything. I use that yeah. old book and we still have it. And, I, and that thing I still go to for all references. Um, and we ended up about an hour before his car show started. <laughs> we had like six guys in there. It looked like a NASCAR pit stop because I had guys like under the hood and they're like, don't get out of the car. We're adjusting the carburetor and this and that and the kick down so on and so forth. Well, they couldn't get the kick down figured out. And so they just decided... They're like, screw it. We're going to 
shove the kick down, have it wide open so the transmission's got fluid to go through, but we're just going to tie it up. That way you only got first gear. That's, that's, that's all you need. You got first gear in reverse. That's all you need. I don't care. Whatever. And um, pulled it out and showed up. We're rolling up to my dad's best friend's car lot for this car show. And driving down the street and my hands look you know just shaking my, <laughs> you're getting the leg pump and it's like i don't i don't know what's going on i don't know what to do with my hands and <laughs> of course me being me and still to this day i wrote i run at open headers and i'm about three blocks away and i'm just coasting it in neutral just slapping the throttle as hard as i can to <laughs> literally no joke everybody's moving up from the car lot to the highway as i'm pulling in <laughs> and standing right there is my dad's best friend and just bleh, ghost white and couldn't believe it. And so he, he, uh, the only bad thing is when I was coming into his entrance, there's a little lip in his drive entrance and I nicked the oil pan right on it. Oh shit. <laughs> and so the whole car show, I'm, I'm RTV siliconing my oil pan while everybody else is like surrounding <laughs> the car looking at it. And, um, it, that, that was one of the coolest experiences with that. And I decided since I got it done, I was going to go back to college and uh, I was going to take the red car with me, which is a terrible idea. <laughs> and where I was going to go to college was Arkansas city, Kansas. And that's from Atlantic, Iowa, where I'm from. That's about a six and a half hour trip in a normal vehicle. Um, that car, I, I've still got the 410 gears in it, open headed. Um, at that time, it was with the 284, 484 purple shaft cam. <laughs> and um, I let that thing sing. It took me 10 hours to get down there because I took all highways. <laughs> and I was scared crapless. I slept in the car the first two nights because um, I was so, I didn't want anybody near the car. I didn't know anybody for <laughs> hours of me. And I was down there for like three weeks. I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever. I'm going back home. <laughs> and... Um, but I, I got a picture of like right next to the Oklahoma. So like, welcome to Oklahoma sign. Cause it was right on the border of Oklahoma. And I was like, I actually accomplished something pretty incredible in my life. I got dad's car done, which was a dream of his. And I, I drove it this far, which is the dumbest thing I could probably ever do. Cause <laughs> what, what, what a lot of people don't know about the car and what you're going to find out now is that car still to this day is stock front suspension i haven't touched it other than greased it (laughs) it's needless to say it needs it needs a lot of work on front front suspension um (laughs) the air shocks on it or the air shocks dad had on it they're bottomed out they don't hold air anymore so it just (laughs) riding on leaf spring (laughs) um the the worst part of that car uh, was the trunk pan. The whole floor and everything in the car is solid. There, the, this car does not have a lot of rust at all. Nice. Um, there, there was just a couple holes in the floor pan. Well, at the time, I was in a hurry to go to college with that car or with that car, and I was like, I'm not going to make it. I can't make it with this gas tank, the original gas tank. Well, a guy from in town had my old 32-gallon fuel cell out of my old race car, and I was like, I know how to weld. I'm a welder. I'll put patch pan or I'll put a new trunk floor pan in later. I'm screw it. We're putting this fuel cell in. So I've got a 32 gallon fuel cell blocked up on two by fours in the trunk. <laughs> still, still now it's, it kind of looks cool from the back. It's like, Dang, what's that hanging out from under the kick panel? And then you're real, it's a fuel cell. That's funny. And, uh, it's not cheap. I get funny looks at the gas station too. Cause you open up the trunk and then I, I've got a yardstick or a meter stick that I drop in the fuel cell to measure the fuel. They were like, what in the hell are you doing? <laughs> I need to know how much fuel I'm burning. That is um, but the, uh, yeah, I mean this, the story it's, it's a pretty cool story anyways, for me, it, it, it's, it's lasted through the family. Um, and, uh, but the build on it, you know, how dad had it built, he was originally intending on drag racing it, you okay. know, because back then, back then they didn't think they were just cars, you know, they didn't think sure. they were going to be super valuable, I guess. And he, uh, I sold the, I sold the, 
he had a wyand all polished tunnel ram high rise cool that i sold a long time ago and kind of kind of mad i sold it but i'm kind of glad i didn't use it because <laughs> i'm glad how i have it um I, I flattened that purple shaft cam, and so I put a Howard's uh, 288 or 289 488 stage four cam in it. Um, this thing, and you can see in whether it's like my TikTok or Facebook and whatnot, there's, and I, I've had a lot of haters on it. And that car I got done on a time frame with very little money and a lot of help from my dad's old friends and my family. And uh, there's a lot of zip ties, a lot of electrical tape. Um, <laughs> I've went through four alternators. Um, there's, you know, the only the only brand new parts I've put in that thing is a brand new aluminum radiator that I got from Radiator Depot in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, an electrical fan, um, which are nice. I'll never I'll never use a normal fan again. I will always <laughs> use electric fans. Uh, they blow a lot of air and uh, like a new steering wheel. I, the steering wheel I got on now, it's the original tough wheel that they okay. came with, but I've got Z I've got zebra print duct tape wrapped all the way around it. <laughs> um, I, I was, I was in a bind and I didn't have black. So I just had to use zebra print at the time and I never fixed it. Um, That's hilarious. Uh, it's, <laughs> God made me honest, not very bright. So uh, <laughs> I, I feel the same I, way <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, there's a lot of things. Like I said, uh, my whole goal for this car, um, it, it's not to restore. I, I never want to restore this car. I want to, I kind of want to keep it the way it is. Um, it's, it is a survivor car. It's, it's lasted this long and it's still, You've, you've seen pictures and videos with it where it's the paint's actually shining. That's that's still the original paint. It looks uh, great. It's the before Dad had it. Somebody had repainted the the engine bay, okay. um, and somebody had attempted to repaint the lower rear quarters behind the behind the rear tires. So you will notice in some pictures you had you, you being a Mopar guy, you can tell obviously or any body guy you can tell um but there will be a dull red underneath the back rear quarter on the lower rear quarters um on both sides it'll be a dull red it won't be as shiny and that's where they tried to do that but um other than that it's all it's all the original paint um i mean uh rally dash slapstick uh the eight nice. and three quarter with uh, the 410 gears that are in it right now um my dad put those in in high school i don't remember what i had before that but i'm gonna keep the 410s in it um just because it's old school and you know down the road uh like my fiance and i we get married in this coming june and uh we're trying to find our own place right now i'm in her in-laws basement because we're living with her parents and uh um when we get our own place and i kind of get my own little garage or shop um i can kind of keep going on it and do some other things i'd like to uh i want to do the engine bay wiring all yeah. completely because obviously it, you shouldn't be going through alternators like i am co constantly <laughs> um but it's the whole thing still it's a learning curve for me um sure it's uh you know I, i've had a lot of hate on it but at the same time there's a lot of people that that do appreciate that car because at least here in iowa um there's not a lot of them if there is you don't see them out and about driving um everybody's kind of scared to get them out i think it's hilarious because <sighs> i'll show up in the city whether it be like des moines or omaha with it and of course it's open headed and you're going down the four lane or whatever nobody wants to get near you they're just scared to death of getting anywhere close to that car. It's hilarious. You set off car alarms all the time, and it's a good time. Um, but no, it's 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 just kind of a labor of love. It's a constant constant prog progression for me. And you know, I heard about you guys talking about the Sykeston, Missouri deal, and I'm like, oh my god, that's five hours for me. Like this this is doable <laughs> this is doable 
That sounds so, like the perfect car to bring to the event. <laughs> I, you know what? Knowing my luck, I'd be the oil down person because that RTV silicone probably won't be fixed. It'll still be on there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I bought a 318 and a 904 for 200 bucks. <laughs> it's, you know what? I screwed up too because so you speaking of a 318, I, uh, I sold, I mean, two or three years ago, um, I had an 86. Uh, D150, just a single cab short box. Um, it was it was a straight truck, but you know it wasn't pristine by any means. And it was originally a slant six Nebraska DOT truck, and um, it'd been repainted black. And some guy put a 360 in it, just nothing nothing fancy, just wore out 360 basically. And um, I drove it six hours from where I bought it to. Uh, back home overnight it i mean i bought it like midnight and got back at like six in the morning with it had dry rotted tires and (laughs) i mean this i've done a lot of stupid things but um sometimes it's just i i'm not a very patient person i'm very impatient so um and my fiance could tell you that multiple times that she's had to tell me we'll be at the store or i'll be like i need to get this for my car she's like no you don't you don't need it it's like okay fine but um that 360 i had it blew a head gasket and i took a picture of it one time it was blowing out the radiator and it looked like nitrous purge i got a picture i'll have to i'll have to i'll have to send that to you it's pretty funny but i i ended up buying a kid's 318 out of like a 78 lebaron or something like something weird like that he was gonna put it he had it in like a demolition derby car and he was like i'll sell it to you for like 200 bucks and uh i was like okay and of course i took the top end off the 360 because i had a four barrel on it and put the intake on the 318 and screwed up because i uh forgot 360s externally about externally balanced where 318s internally balanced and so i put the i put the uh torque converter on the 318 from the 360 and you drive 60 65 down the highway it's like vibrating the whole time it's like i'm an idiot so i I sold it to some kid for like 13 1400 bucks i kind of feel like an ass but he kid wanted it it was some high school kid he was like oh this thing's awesome like i'll do so much cool stuff with this and he called me like he got an hour down the road and they stopped him and his buddy stopped to get something to eat he was like how do you start this thing like, what are you talking about? You, you don't even need to pump the pedal. It's just a 318. There's like gas is right there. And I was like, slap the pedal once and turn the key. And he's like, oh, yeah, we got it. Fire it up. It worked. I was like, okay. And I wish I would have kept that though, because I still got that 360. I, I'd like to refresh or, you know, go through that 360 and rebuild it. And because I'm going to keep that. And I want to keep, I want to find a, I've been on this random hunt for, a bunch of Mopar motors. There's a guy around here. He's got a couple, he's got a 400 and a 413 that he's got for sale. And then there's a guy not too far from me. That's got a 273 and I want to buy a 273. Um, that way when, uh, my fiance and I get married and I'm not afraid of her getting rid of me for bringing home, <laughs> bringing home random Mopars out in the, some guy's random pasture. <laughs> I got plenty of motors. I can stuff in stuff. That's my goal. Anyways, you know, I, making these this cruise these i can't even talk cruise culture apparel guys um i that i'm representing a lot of their t-shirts i uh i've got them designing me like a speed shop logo even though i don't own a speed shop (laughs) it's it's always been kind of a dream deal for me so i was like do it and then that way you don't feel like an idiot something to look forward to and um so it's kind of my goal anyways but no, like I said, I the car's kind of cool. I mean, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I got, I got, I got, I got to thank my grandma and and uh, a lot of my dad's friends that still uh, they still look over me and sure. and one of the coolest things, uh, my fiance, she uh, she got a ride in it. Only she's only rode in it one time. Oh, really? Um, yep, yep. Uh, last year, and. Um, uh, we <laughs> we live on a gravel road, and so we drove up about a mile and a half to where there's a fresh, literally perfect half mile pavement. Um, 
and I just let her eat and <laughs> ended up breaking uh, three wheel studs. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I said, um, there's a lot of things that need done to it, but on the outside, it looks great. But no, there will be, when, like I said, when we get our own place and I get back, um, it, it sits in the machine shed back home where it's safe. Um, and when we get our own place and we got a garage, I can bring it back down here and Hold on a second, but, Dylan. Hold on a second, Dylan. I've been seeing this good. shit. I've been seeing this shit in the chat, and it's been bothering the hell out of me. Love in all in all my time streaming on Facebook, I've never seen bullshit like this. And then the, I, you're seeing the same I, thing I am. Right? I come, I, I get over onto YouTube, <laughs> and then I start seeing this shit. Uh, <laughs> apparently, the wet girls like seventy Challenger RTs. I guess, <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to block them, and it's not letting me. <laughs> It's, oh. it's better than guy, guys, I guess. But. Oh, it's absolutely better than guys. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> now, Dylan, I do have to say, before you bring any Mopar engines home, you need to go buy that cat a bag of food because that son of a bitch <laughs> Can is you hungry. Hear it? That oh son of a bitch is hungry, I, bro. <laughs> I feel, we got, it's got soft food right now. I feel bad. You guys have probably been driving you nuts. For I've like been wanting. I've been wanting. I was trying not oh to laugh, dude. Gosh. Just I wanted to crack. I wanted to crack a joke so bad, but I was trying to listen to the story, and I'm just hearing this poor cat in the background. I'm like, that guy's going, "Hey, hey, dipshit, get off He's of the computer food. and feed me." <laughs> He's got not some that. food. God, I feel bad. I'm sorry, <laughs> dude. It was hilarious. I was I was actually watching the chat and I was like, somebody's got to say something about this cat. <laughs> He's the star of the show. <laughs> yeah, me and hey, my yeah, that's, a dog that's, right that's, there. Another dog that's my little that's, that's my little hell cat now. <laughs> I I could never do a live stream with my animals in the room. I got three bulldogs. It would be a disaster. Between you know, it's. It's so funny, Marissa, my fiance, God bless her. She looked at me and she was just like, "That cat's gonna make so much noise if you're if you're going live with those guys." And I was like, oh, "I got the blanket over. I mean, I and the headphones on. Like, it should." <laughs> Once again, she's oh. right, like always. Psych. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I'm surprised that the wet girl thing got more attention than the cat. <laughs> I'm gonna change the name great. of this this episode to <laughs> Hellcat. <laughs> no, that's that's a great story, man. I love hearing stories about people that um, get their. Uh, it's usually a dad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Get their dad's Mopar and uh, still have uh, still have the car. That's really cool. Um, yeah, my dad. My uh, it, it's kind of cool too. My my uncle uh, that seventy Cuda he owned. Um, he sold it to a local guy, and that guy still to this day has it, but it is bad it's really really bad so it's in some guy's basement not far from back home just a few miles and uh it's it's toast and my dad's best friend um he's tried he's tried to buy it so bad and try and really restore it so he we can have it to keep with my red car and the, the, i mean the guy just won't sell it which i don't blame him you know you got a cuda you ain't selling that to anybody but um but yeah now, I, like I said, I that, that story it's it's always fun to share. Um, I mean, it's it's not better than anybody else's story ever, but um, at least in Iowa, you don't you don't see a lot of seventy challengers. If you do, it's it's not. I, there's there's a TA not too far not too far from here. Um, that's pretty wicked. Three forty four speed car, and um, that's that's pretty cool. And there's a couple others, but it's it's really sparse and you don't see them out and about so that's that's crazy i got i got friends up in iowa and i always hear about these farmers having nice collections of mopars that yeah. they won't let go of and i'm like god yeah, yeah. there's like, a in, uh, there's a dude in kenosha that has a uh a 69 daytona just rotting in his backyard shit <laughs> yeah man you can see you a lot of a lot of these things you see on youtube and online and whatnot you're seeing a lot of not a ton of midwest states because a lot of the people a lot of the farmers and stuff in the midwest they don't talk about it you yeah, know? <laughs> yeah and right now i mean off the top of my head i can i can name 10 11 12 places that i know of that they're still 
you know, there's a, there's a, I think it's a 70 orange roadrunner sitting in some guy's pasture that cattle have been rubbed up against all the time. It's still there. There's a, a 74, there's a 74, uh, dust gold duster, um, with a slant six, um, some eight, he's gotta be 90 now, um, that my dad knew him. Um, and he's a farmer. He always came into my dad's, uh, partner, uh, tractor implement that my dad worked at. He's got that. And then his son's got a, a GTX or it's a satellite, uh, with a fiberglass front end and a 440 under it. And Sweet. they're just sitting, sitting behind the barn, just sitting there. It won't sell it to nobody. Um, there's, there's a bunch of them. They're, they're literally the craziest one I seen was a pink 72 or three Cuda with, a I don't remember what motor it had. Um, it was, there was a, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. The rate, the front radiator mount had a chain around it and it was chained to a tree out in the front yard. Somebody was afraid wow. it was going to go somewhere. <laughs> I mean, so, which I don't blame them. Yeah. No but shit. That's there's in I at least in Iowa, there's they're around, but you, you gotta know you gotta know where to look. It's like Wisconsin um, too. I mean, there's like I'll be driving up to like Eagle River to go see my buddy up there, which is like five hours away, and any little like it can be like a fender, a headlight or something. You look and it's like, Oh, it's a super B or, Oh, it's a duster. <laughs> it's this, it's that. And they're just sitting in the backyards or on the sides of houses. It's almost like the owners like want you to see a little bit of the car. <laughs> you yep. know what I mean? Cause I've seen some where I'm like, they could have totally hidden that better. <laughs> you know, they're just waiting for some asshole like me to come along with a camera and <laughs> take pictures of it. <laughs> no, there's, yeah, one of the one of the neater ones I seen. Uh, it was in this person's barn in Western Iowa. I was up there with a friend. He was like, "Hey, my parents were renting this house or whatever and in the barn. We went just messing around in the barn. There was a car cover on something. Went back there. It was a '69 Charger. Really? And I don't remember if the motor and it was in it or not or whatever. But you could tell the farmer didn't. You know, I was like, probably shouldn't be in here, but we're going to look anyways. And, <laughs> and, uh, that was one of the cooler ones I'd seen, but there's just my whole, my whole goal is kind of odd, obviously. Um, but I want a couple of the different, you know, like a 60, 64 or five Barracuda with cool. you know, like example that two, like two seventy three, um, with like just an EFI two barrel, I want to do, and you know, I want another. I want a little muscle truck, but you know, nothing. I've got my big block. I don't. Yeah. I shouldn't say I don't need another big block because that's the wrong way to talk about it. But um, there's just a bunch of different things I want to do that are kind of odd. And I've got my matching numbers car, and yeah. I don't have to worry about looking for another one because there's no way in heck I'm ever going to afford one another one but um yeah that's, that's crazy man you know the difference between a guy like you and a guy like johnny mopar is johnny's got all these chargers and you will never <laughs> you will never hear johnny go you know i kind of want a 64 barracuda with the 273 <laughs> I, I i like to i like to you know i like to be different and you know I'm, yeah I'm, everything i'm gonna have i'm i want to get to the point one day like right now my truck that my fiance drives all the time. I just uh, 2013 Ram. I want to get to the point once that's paid off. Um, all of my vehicles that I own, I don't want anything over 99. I want anything, you know, I, I want to be able to work on stuff and not have to deal with electronic stuff unless it's like a Holly EFI deal or something like that. Um, I, I've, I've base I drive an hour, 10 minutes to work where I work. And, you know, I want to get to the point where, no matter what, you're gonna have to pay gas, whether it's a buck eighty nine, which I don't know if we'll ever get back to, or you know, three twenty three. I, I, one way or another, you're gonna have to pay for it, and I want to do it where I'm at least enjoying it. And if I can do it in something like a sixty four Barracuda, the two seventy three, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> but so there's just a bunch of things I want to do, and that are different from a lot of people's views. But it's always gonna be Mopar oriented. I'm not gonna ever change oh, yeah. that. So. I I always like uh, the 
the guys that you know stray away from the pack and do their own thing that's good um that's not like like I know that it seems like vans are coming back a little bit, but I know that a lot of people <laughs> have asked me, they've asked me like, what is it with you and vans? And I keep having to explain myself. <laughs> it's like, I, li- I like boogie vans. I'm sorry. Shit. <laughs> what do you want could from be, me? Could be like the, the Kyle Rittenhouse and Kenosha where he's like four doors, more horrors, but vans don't have four doors. So <laughs> you're going to have to make something up. <laughs> dude i can't have barn doors <laughs> <laughs> when when i saw that in the trial because i watched the trial because I, I thought and they said his name on there i was dying laughing anytime you hear a lawyer have to be serious like uh is your twitter handle f- or whatever was it snapchat or something he's like was it, it was four just, doors for more horse uh, he's straight oh tiktok that's right <laughs> dude he did i would have been like hell yeah <laughs> yeah follow me what's up that kid's a hero <laughs> i i can't oh, because this is my channel i cannot make a comment but i am pretty pleased with the outcome of that trial <laughs> oh yeah I, that's that's one thing and i'm trying to i hate talking like i do not talk about politics because it it drives me nuts and i don't care what side of the fence you're on you know with anybody like i always try to be the most humble person but there's just it comes to a point. It's like I can't do it. Like I've had to deal with people, even if they're my friend. I've had to deal because I just can't. I can't. I mean, I've like, had you friends trying cars or something else. I don't want anything to do with it. I mean, I've had friends try and talk politics to me, and I'm like, nope, don't even do it. Out. Mm-mm. no <laughs> it's the one topic that can pick like it's worse than like a chevy versus a mopar or a ford versus a mopar chat like <laughs> it, a mopar. What? like it's like God. that can that can be like a fun like back and forth you know talk shit session but when you get into politics man the the knives and guns and brass knuckles come out it's crazy uh, well it's, i mean you know it's funny speaking, it, speaking of it brass depends knuckles, though Speaking I mean, it depends knuckles, on what, so... I mean, certain topics like that, too, like, uh, like, hard, like, Mopar purists and whatnot. Like, mm. I had a guy yell at me for throwing a lift-off Hemi hood scoop on my duster. And he was like, that's not period correct. That's stupid. Yeah, you get those guys, but. It's like, really, dude? <laughs> I was like, it's a six-cylinder car originally. I was like, it's not that valuable. <laughs> I see. I I like those guys because they're entertaining to me. Because I'm like, God, you're getting offended. It's what somebody else is doing with their car. You know what <laughs> I mean? That's why I got so excited when I opened one of my Christmas presents for my wife, and it was the, I I tried being a little bit of a troll, and I, I put this fake Lamborghini <laughs> wing on my amazon list and she bought it for me because she's like what the hell is this and i was like it's for the van and she she's not the biggest fan i'll say that but she's like i'm not buying you this and then she got it for me and i was like oh you're trying to troll me back i'm gonna put this on the damn van (laughs) because i don't give a damn what people think about me (laughs) so i saw that i couldn't stop laughing i was like that's awesome yeah so I don't know. It's like I uh, I said it before. Like with boogie vans, there really are no set rules. <laughs> so it's all in good fun, you know. It it was funny. It was funny. You brought up brass knuckles there a second ago because when I went when I when I took my red Challenger down to Kansas when I went to college down there, I didn't have. Um, I couldn't take my gun or my handgun with me. I couldn't. Yeah. And uh, and so I was like, I don't I don't have anything. Like I my jack bar i got my jack in the trunk (laughs) that'll do some damage (laughs) no joke my uncle my dad's one of my dad's younger brothers opened his locks box and there lies no joke a brass set of brass knuckles and i'm like yes (laughs) and took them with me so I mean, I keep a, so I keep a, a metal bat in my truck and a metal bat in the duster. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple times we'd be driving down the 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 strip in uh, Arc City, Kansas, when, <laughs> and I'd, I'd put them on my left hand with my hand out the window, just like, don't, don't even try it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say, though, when you were talking about uh, driving that car to college and you had to sleep it and stuff, I was like, man, he's a lot 
you know, tamer of a guy than me, I would have been like, I got a 70 challenger. It's, I'm going to, I'm going to get some girls with this thing. So, <laughs> so, I'd be going to every bar. Like what's up ladies. <laughs> the wild, the wild thing about that was I, I, I showed up in town. I left, um, I left a day before mm. the a day before you could get into the dorms because I, I don't like being late for anything and I didn't know what problems I was going to run into driving that far in that thing. And, um, and so I, you know, I made multiple stops obviously for fuel and just checking everything over multiple times. And there's actually one stop I made that probably the craziest thing in my entire life happened. And it blows my mind. My dad's best friend that owns um, this car dealership, he's a big Mopar collector. Um, and he's got a picture, and my dad had one too. Uh, him and my dad went to the Mopar Nationals in 1990 and 1991. Um, in 1990, I think they took his 70 Hemi Cuda. Um, and then 91, they took a, an, a, or an A12 car, I believe. And anyways, there's a picture of this uh it was the 90 nationals of my dad's best friend and my dad sitting in the hemi cuda it's like the annual they take a picture of you guys in your car whatever i'm driving down to kansas and i don't remember what town it was i remember kind of where it's by it was somewhere near garnett kansas and i stop or i kind of slow down i'm coming around and i see this little shop and there is a 68 dart sitting out there and i'm like whoa mopar my reaction i'm gonna whip her around because i'm driving one i'm gonna pull in there and meet this guy just to look at it i pull up in this lot and this guy's got mopars everywhere and i'm like whoa and he's working on another dart in there and introduce ourselves or whatever and he just kind of shows me around his shop and he, he said his website was the Mopar dude or the Mopar guy.com. And um, anyways, he's walking me around and we go into his like garage slash showroom where him and his wife's vehicles are. He had a little red express, a plum crazy purple Cuda, I think a couple others. And um, he has this little lounge area. And in this lounge area, he's got photo albums of, different events him and his wife have been to and i open up one that says 90 mopar nationals i'm like ah cool my dad and my dad's <laughs> best friend were in there no joke swear on my dad's headstone there is the picture of my dad and my dad's best friend in that 70 white cuda and i'm in the middle of kansas on the way to college in dad's car and i'm like who in the world are you and how do you have this picture wow <laughs> And he was, That's crazy. he was either either a guy that took it, it wasn't the same picture, but it was a picture of dad and my dad's best friend in that Cuda. I'm like, that's and he looked at me. and was like, are you serious? I was like, I'm not even joking. Like, I'm dead serious. That is wow. my dad. <laughs> That's crazy. And that's wild. Craziest thing in the world. And um, he, he, nicest guy in the world. He uh, he was like, do you have any problems? getting down there he's like call me i'll bring my truck and trailer i'll load you up i'll either take you down there or i'll take you back to iowa i'm like perfect cool and i get down there finally that after that evening and i meet a couple people obviously because six hours away and you're driving something like that with license plates that are not anywhere from around there and <laughs> A couple people noticed me and they pull up next to me and like, hey, pull over into this. And I'm like, I'm going to get shot. Somebody's going to steal my car. <laughs> I'm more worried about somebody stealing the car than me getting shot. And uh, I ended up meeting a bunch of cool people in this town. It was a big car town. A bunch of kids my age that had didn't have Mopars, but they had a bunch of other stuff, hot rods. And they were they every night, they were cruising the strip. And I was like, that's kind of cool. And I aligned myself with those people and they told me that very night we were sitting in a car wash parking lot. They were like, I was like, where is, is there a place I can sit? Where's the police station? I'll just sit in front of the police station. They're like, go up to Walmart, park under the, the like parking light or parking lot light. And uh, cops are up there all the time. You'll be fine. I'm like, that's, that's sketchy. I, 
No, I did, well, I don't know if I'd say I got sleep, but I attempted it. And <laughs> of course, and you know, those seats, they don't recline. They only lean forward. So I'm there with my legs, you know, I'm six, three and my legs are basically on the dash while my head's up against the back seat pad and <laughs> most uncomfortable thing in the world. But no, I, I've had a lot of fun in that car, you know, sounds like it, the, what, what needs to change on it. I've, I've still got just a cast iron four hole dual plane intake off a 68 Cornet. Oh, really? Um, that is junk. <laughs> Why I haven't put an aluminum dual plane on it. I have no idea. Um, it's just really loud, but it's slow right now. I don't know why. There's a lot of things that I need to go through on it to honestly make it what it needs to be, but I'm just having fun with it right now. Um, I'm not sitting on it in a shop or anything. I, I go out and drive it and there you go. probably abuse it a little bit more than it needs to be with broken wheel studs and <laughs> factory front suspension and bottomed out air shocks hey uh go check on that cat i don't hear it <laughs> is it still <laughs> still alive i moved, moved clear across <laughs> i moved clear across the room <laughs> oh, that's funny i felt so bad <laughs> uh, no it's all good man entire show i thought it was hilarious um what I do want to explain to people, because I'm sure I, sometimes I forget that some people are listening to this, right? They're not watching the live. We were talking about wet girls. So in the chat, <laughs> there, there's some spam, okay? <laughs> like <laughs> somebody don't click on it. Yeah, yeah, definitely don't click on it. Um, yeah, some some. If you uh, do, let us know what happens. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> some bot. Some bot was. Uh, messaging some dirty stuff, which I thought was pretty funny. And then I was like, oh, my God, how many times are they going to comment in here? I was like, oh, no. Um, but it's pretty funny. Um, Joe says that it's the Mopar dude in Burlington, Kansas. That's cool. I, I, the name sounded familiar, yes, but I, I wasn't sure. Him. Okay. That is him. Yep. Burlington, Burlington, Kansas. Okay. That is him. Yeah, it was the craziest thing. I was just coming around this curve, and there's a shop with – there was a 68 dart sitting outside. I was like, I'm going to loop it around quick, pull in there. Nicest guy in the world. And I, it was just the weirdest thing. And I ended up – I was welding. Um, I was arc welding on a project down in Kansas, literally about 25 miles from him two years ago. And I was like, hey, that's not very far. I wonder if that guy's still in business or still, you know, still around or whatever. And I, I got on the website, and I called him. He was like, yeah, I'm selling most all of my stuff. And I was like, ah, crap. Because I wanted to make it over there and, you know, re-meet re him or re-talk to him again. But, no, it was it was just one of the craziest things I've ever had, I've ever been through in my life. And it was, I was super proud I got to, you know, meet that guy. And freaked me out. It still freaks me out seeing that picture <laughs> in his photo. <laughs> yeah, that, that had to have been crazy. Um, I would have done the same thing though if I, I would have drove by a place and I saw a bunch of Mopars. I do that now. <laughs> I see Mopars it, turn it, around. It drives my fiance crazy. We <laughs> we'll be driving somewhere. It's like I gotta stop, and she's like, "Oh my god, just go." My wife doesn't even bat an eye if I'm like, "Up," oh, and I turn around. <laughs> She'll be like, "Oh, you saw that, huh?" <laughs> like, yeah, of course I did. I know there's been a couple times I've turned around or stopped, and she doesn't even bother asking, or she already knows. What I, she yeah. sees what I see, you know. What I mean? Yeah, my girlfriend. Um, if I see something in like the farm or something else, she's like, "Nope, just keep driving. Don't even stop. <laughs> keep it up. I know you want to, just don't." <laughs> That those are the those are the girls where you have to go. How long do you want this relationship to last? Because uh, <laughs> I'm stopping. So <laughs> I mean, she deals with me in the duster and whatnot, and she actually convinced me to get that car. Really? Well, there you go. Like, she was like, "Hey, it's your dream car. Like, you wanted a '72 for the longest time. Like, you have like the opportunity to do this." like i think you should do it and that was like because i was because i mean you probably remember i had that 65 rambler station wagon yeah and then i had my had my motorcycle too and she was like i don't like you on the motorcycle because you do stupid <laughs> stuff which was true <laughs> <laughs> and then the station wagon i mean that's how pretty much me and her met and she was like i know there's a lot of like memories with it and everything else but like this one's your dream car. Like you got to go after it. <laughs> so yeah. I got to thank her for that. 
I, for the longest time, my wife wanted nothing to do with a boogie van. <laughs> for the <laughs> longest time. I still think deep down she's just given in. She still hates it. But uh, I've got, oh, check this out. So my daughter's two and a half, right? And uh, I came home, I think it was yesterday, and I opened um, the door from the inside of my garage. It goes into my kitchen. And my daughter was there, and I had the door open, and she came out, and she was looking at the van. I said, hey. Uh, daddy's boogie van and she goes daddy's poopy van and i was like well <laughs> my wife got a kick out of that one i was like you little turd <laughs> i said boogie she said poopy said, all right well <laughs> looks like i have another boogie van fan in the family <laughs> just, my wife I got a kick out of it on, i just now clicked on the chats dude and i'm just about to die i'm rolling out laughing <laughs> yeah let's uh actually i i the one thing i still have not perfected yet with these lives is when i go live and i start talking to people that are on screen or whatever i i am reading the chat and i have a hard time like stopping somebody from talking and acknowledging the people in the chat so if you're ever watching this um and you're in the chat saying something chances are i'm seeing it i just i i'm waiting for an appropriate time to acknowledge you but i see it all so let's just let me just go through it real quick ian whoever that whoever that what? joe 66 is needs to message me joe do you hear that hey i i saw your message that you're recovering from covid or you're sitting there with covid man hey uh, I hope you get better. There's the frick. <laughs> oh my okay. gosh, it just blew up. What in the hell is it? Somebody's trolling me. This is not a bot. Somebody's trolling me right now. <laughs> Here we go again. Loveface.xyz. Online strips without clothing. Hey, no shit. You said strips. <laughs> this is hilarious. I <laughs> Man, okay. All right. <laughs> Man. I've never seen I've never seen this before in another YouTube channel. I think I'm screwed now. <laughs> I think I'm gonna I, click on that and see what happens. <laughs> it won't be me. As a matter of fact, I the first time I tried blocking them, it was like giving me an error message. I'm gonna try blocking them again. They just hey, keep they just keep coming back. That's it right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said only vans, not only fans. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Did I, did I post that publicly, like on my talking Mopars, or is that just on my personal page? I, my only Vans sweatshirt. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm need, actually gonna. I need, to, uh, I need to get. Well, I need to get one of those. One of your uh, shirts. Yeah, I. Uh, you can find them on talkingmopars.com in the merch in the merch section. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm definitely gonna produce the only Vans shirts. I I just wanted to see if the design would work, and it worked. So I'm gonna get it. Hopefully, I don't get sued. I think they changed their logo. Not that I would know. But um, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if I can get I about, it posted without getting sued. That, uh, that Doug from Illinois. He's got that that panel wagon or that dodge panel wagon dude that thing's sweet have you, have you seen what he did with it no that thing is on a dakota rt chassis really with the, with the oh yeah and he's the the one he's got with it i don't know what years exactly they are you'd have to message him that dude's hilarious but uh the other one's on another dakota rt chassis and that thing it's got like like alter mud terrain tire or whatever <laughs> whatever the dudes he's got some crazy ideas but he's he's hilarious and he's a big dodge guy but that pant that wagon that thing's sweet i'm wearing he that's the shirt i'm wearing right now and he uh i'll have to check that out dude that thing is his you know his tiktok instagram facebook everything they're funny that dude's and he's 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 pretty good at he was doing the floor work on the other one that he's working on mountain floor. Yeah. But hmm. that guy's pretty cool. Not trying to cut you guys off. It is like one twenty in the morning here in Wisconsin. I am the hell out of here. <laughs> Logan. Thanks for joining us again. We'll see you next yeah. time, buddy. <laughs> All right, man. We'll see you guys later. Later, bud.
If you're a car enthusiast like me, then you'd probably enjoy the same books that I do. I love to gain more knowledge about Mopars and cars in general, and that's where my friends at CarTech Books come in. Since 1993, CarTech has become one of the leading publishers of automotive titles for hardcore enthusiasts, with a plethora of titles available in their catalog. They have titles for everyone, whether you're into restorations, high-performance builds, or automotive history, CarTech has it all. They are a company run by enthusiasts for enthusiasts. Some of the titles I have in my own library are... Chrysler's Motown Missile, Mopar's secret engineering program at the dawn of Pro Stock, new Hemi engines 2003 to present, how to rebuild, muscle car special editions, Chrysler Torquefly A904 and A727 transmissions, how to rebuild. And look, folks, they have much more than that, and so do I. In my library, I also have books on how to vinyl wrap, modifying XJ Jeep Cherokees for back when I had one of those, and modifying the new Wranglers and Gladiators, and many more. So whether you're looking to expand your knowledge or just want something cooler to put on your coffee table, CarTech has the books for you. Visit CarTechBooks.com and find some awesome books to add to your collection today. There you have it, my friends. Another episode of Talking Mopars is in the books. For everything you need to know about this show, you know where to go, TalkingMopars.com. And you can reach me by emailing Chris at TalkingMopars.com or by leaving me a voicemail on my voicemail box at 209-28-MOPAR. And you just might get to hear yourself on this show. So keep sharing those Mopar stories with me and anything else that is on your Mopar-addicted mind. Thank you to my friends over at CarTechBooks.com and also... Don't forget how important it is to keep your Mopar protected from the elements. If you do need protection like a car cover, don't wait. Head on over to TalkingMopars.com, click on the Affiliates tab, and go get your Mopar covered today. Before we shut this podcast episode down, if you want some Talking Mopars merchandise like t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, and cool swag like that, check out the merch shop on TalkingMopars.com. And for exclusive bonus episodes and videos only for my supporters, become a Facebook supporter today and get immediate access to those benefits. There's 12 bonus podcasts and 12 bonus videos waiting for you right now with more on the way for January. That's it, my friends. Until we talk again, I am your host, Chris Albrecht, and that was Talking Mopars Live. Thank you for listening to Talking Mopars, your direct connection to all things Mopar. Until next time, remember, no Mopar left behind.